Hi, welcome to Shift, PwC Canada's podcast series, and we're digging into key digital trends and topics that can make your business transformation a reality. I'm your host, John Finkelstein, and I'm also the creative director of PwC Canada. All right, welcome to another edition of Shift. I'm really excited. This is the first time we've taken Shift on the road. For our listeners, we're in Hamilton, and we are at the head office of Electra Utilities. I'm here with Eileen Campbell, VP Customer Service at Electra. Welcome to the podcast. Well, welcome to Hamilton, and thank you for having me on Shift. Today, we're talking about customer experience. It's a really hot topic these days, as everybody can imagine. Our expectations about what brands and what companies are going to do for us is ever-changing, and it's always getting better. We've been spoiled by some of the great brands like Apple and Amazon, and we're judging every other brand's customer service by the best we've ever had by other brands. And that puts you in an interesting position as a monopoly, because as a consumer, I don't really have a choice about where I'm going to get my power from, yet you take customer service extremely seriously. That's what we're going to talk about today. All the different things you're doing, how you're doing it, why it's important. And I think that's a really cool place to start. Maybe you could just take two seconds and just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do here and how you got here and what you like to eat for dinner. Love to. I am the leader or the lead of the customer service group here at Electra. I joined the organization in February when we formed our new company. Previously, I was the vice president of customer service with Horizon Utilities, located here at this office in Hamilton. I started in the utility um, industry with Hamilton Hydro, which is a predecessor of Horizon, back in uh, 1980. And so I've been around for a number of years, and I actually started in the organization as a customer service rep. So I very proudly wore the headset and served our customers in the front line. My new role at Electra is very focused on customer experience and leading the customer service team. Our focus uh, today is around integration and bringing together our four legacy utilities. That must be an uphill climb, I'm guessing. The interesting thing with this merger, the four utilities, we in each one of the utilities that have come together in this merger were leaders in their own areas. So uh, very much four like-minded companies coming together with a common objective and putting customers first and being customer-centric organizations. The uphill climb's not quite as, uh, you know, there's a lot to do and there's a lot of work that has to be done in the integration and it's very complex in some of the projects that we have going on. But the vision of the organization, all four companies coming together had the customer vision. So, you know, customers out in front, customers are the reason we exist, our number one priority. You talked a lot about your customer experience vision. Maybe you could talk a little bit about what is that vision? Sure. So the vision for Electra is to provide all of our customers across our service territory, which goes from Penetanguishing down to Niagara, a consistent experience with every touchpoint and every communication channel we have. So regardless of where you are in our service territory, we're looking to provide you with that consistent experience. We're looking to have a a connection with our customers, a relationship with our customers, and we're looking to tailor that relationship into more personalized experiences as well. So as an example, a customer has a preferred method on how they want to communicate with us. So we we want to have a consistent experience across all the channels of communication. However, if somebody wants to use a digital experience with us, somebody wants to talk to us on the phone, somebody wants to come in in person, we want to be able to provide those different methods of communication based on the customer choice, but in a consistent manner. 
So part of it is, hey, let's stick to the channel of choice. Awesome. I'm assuming as part of your vision, maybe it's a leading question, but you want to set some kind of standard about what it means to be Electra. Yes. How we want to communicate people. I'm sure there's some shared values yes. um, around what that means and how we treat people, what we, how we present ourselves. Exactly. So we're looking at the customer experiences beyond the transaction. So we're looking at really that development of the relationship with our customers so that we understand what their needs are. You, you spoke earlier about our um, expectations have continued to evolve and, you know, doesn't matter if you're dealing with a travel agency or you're dealing with a bank or you're dealing with a utility, customers have a perception or a view in their mind of what they expect that experience to look like. And and when you think about it, why wouldn't you? You probably do the same thing. You want it to look like how you want it to be so yeah. that it meets your needs. So Well, certainly one of the themes, I think, in, um, in any kind of, you know, customer experience is personalization. That's kind of one of the themes that we're seeing, you know, a lot of businesses. It's like, it's all great for me to, as a brand or as a company, to think about, this is how I want to talk to you. Right. But it may not be how, as a customer, I want you to talk to me. Right. I think that's really important. It's like, you know, there's so many great memes going on about, um, you know, how you react when someone calls you instead of text you. Mm -hmm. I don't actually want to pick up the phone. (laughs) I just want to text. Yes, exactly. Yeah? Exactly. So we want to be able to provide the information and communication in the preferred method from the customer, but also to be able to give them the information that they're looking for, um, to be able to have information at their fingertips. So if they want to self-serve and, and you know, it's a very simple transaction and they want to just take care of that, that's great. Something a little more complex, we want to be able to take the time to spend with them to have a, a people interaction so that there's a good understanding. I'm curious what customers want from you because my, my mind goes immediately to complaints, <laughs> right? My power's not working. My bill's too expensive. What is this charge? It's got to be more than, it's got to be more than that. So what customers want from us is when they get home or in their business and they turn that switch on, that the lights come on. So they're looking for consistent, reliable delivery of power, whether you're a residential customer or a business customer. And for a business customer, it's probably a little more important because it affects their bottom line. So they're looking for the power to be on. They're looking for the lights to be on. They, they want timely, accurate bills. They want to know when they open up that bill that it's accurate, it's right. They don't have to spend a lot of time on it. And they also want those bills to be affordable. And they're also looking for information. So if they have, you talk about complaints, if they have an issue with their bill or a question on their bill, uh, they want us to be accessible. They want us to give them quick, accurate information. And if their power's out, they want to know when it's coming back on. Yeah, that you, you almost want to be told you're on it before I even have a chance to tell you that it's off. Absolutely. Right? So, it's like the psychic hotline. They call you before you call them. I have to imagine that there's probably some emerging tech that's happening in the background to help with that. Yes. So tell me. I'm Because I love technology. I love, you know, we're, we're talking about machine learning or predictive analytics and all those kind of stuff. Right? I'm a bit of a nerd. It's not just people on phones. What's behind? What kind of tech is behind this stuff? So we're making investments in our systems. Um now to ensure that we're providing customers with the best value for the, from the services that we provide them. So one of the big projects that we have underway right now is we're bringing together our, all of our customer information onto an industry-leading platform. So all of our customer information will be on 
a single platform, and that's really the launching pad for our customer experience. Uh, building out from there, there's a lot of um, uh, investments in self-serve technologies so that customers can self-serve. You talk about automation, we need our systems to do simple transactions for us. We, we need to build in automations in our processes so that it gives our people the time to spend that they need to spend with customers on more complex issues. So, you know, you take away sort of all those, ma- so the old reality is manual processes. Yeah. The new reality is these need to be automated processes. We need the pop-up information for our staff so that they have what they need to know about this customer right when they're talking to them. And then they can serve them and give them that full, you know, 360 view of their experience. So things like um, robotic process automation, mm-hmm. RPA, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about that. Yes. And it was really interesting, you know, you know, when we work in uh, public sector, the notion of automation freaks a lot of people out, <laughs> right? Yeah. Are you finding that? So yeah. what I mean by that for yep. people who are listening, right? It's like, well, if the computers and the robots are doing my job, mm-hmm. what I, or at least the job that I used to do, right? What will I do now? And you talked a little bit about it a second ago in terms of how do we redeploy the the resources that we have, the people resources we have, mm-hmm. against stuff that really matters. And that you know that's where it gets really exciting because sort of the you know nobody wants to do those manual processes anyway. The same transactions, blah 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 blah. You don't want to really do those. So we're investing in our people to build their skills. So upskilling our people. Somebody asked me, well, when you think you go into a, um, all these automated processes or you're bringing in the robotic automation, are you going to have less people? I'm going to say we're probably going to have more people because we're going to need, it's, it's going to be a different skill, but we're going to need the technology. We're going to be able to, we're going to have to support the technology. So our IT infrastructure and how right now we're staffed for IT resources, that is going to, the face of that is going to change. Let me ask you a question. So we, we talked a little bit about your platform. Yes. And some automation that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, what other emerging techs or technologies are you using to provide data, to provide better experience? Smart metering, for example. So smart metering is probably a, a really good example. Um, across Ontario, we have deployed smart meters to all of our end-use customers. And so the information flow, the two-way communication flow with the meters and accessibility to the grid is definitely emerging. We, at one point in time, we used to go out and manually read those meters. So a meter reader would walk down the street and read each one of those meters. We now pull those meters on an hourly basis and bring that information into the back office. The value of that is, first of all, we have hour-by-hour rich data to be able to help customers with their energy profiles. We have tools then that assist them to help manage their own energy costs because they can view their consumption data in our online portals. They can track when they're using their consumption. We have time of use rates that are in Ontario as well. So they can look to shift the usage off from the from the on-peak, which is the higher rate, to the off-peak and save money through how they use their electricity. And the other uh, value from the um, the technology and having the meters on an electronic platform is we also know when that meter's off. So if there's a power outage in the area, and you know we know we've we've turned we've fixed the transformer in the neighborhood, we can now go to check to see that all ten of those houses that are connected to the transformer are back on by pinging that meter, and we know that the power has been restored without having to have a truck go out to right. to check that. What do you think the utility of the future looks like? If or 
What does Electra of the future look like? Where do you see customer experience going in the next 10 years? You know, in the next 10 years is not that far away, right? Okay, I'll make it 20. <laughs> no, exactly. So, you it's know, it's not that far away, it's but it's not. like it's like kind of doable. Yeah, so when you look at the 5, 10, 15, 20 year mark, you know, where the customer experience is going is customers are looking for flexibility choice and accessibility to the grid. So they're looking to connect to the grid. They're looking for that not just to be takers of the power. They're looking to be generators of the power. But they're also looking for accessibility to information. So I see us in the, um, you know, the five-year future markout, the 10-year future markout, having very robust systems in place that it will allow the customers to gather that information, get whatever they need to be able to satisfy whatever objectives they have, whether that be generation, whether it be conservation, whether it be they just don't want to have to worry about their bill and they want to know when they go over a certain value or they need to know if during the day when they're at work their children are have every light on in the the furnace up to 90 degrees and they're their have you been to my house <laughs> yeah, exactly and their consumption's going through the roof so all of i'm expecting and what we're building towards is that through um, artificial intelligence robotics um, processing that we will be able to instantaneously deliver this information either into the fingertips of a, a rep who's dealing with a customer and or to an end-use customer if they want to deal with it themselves. What advice would you have for large organizations who are really trying to ramp up excellence in consumer experience? Process, process, process. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so tell me more about that. Well, you mentioned earlier about the back office needs to support what's out in the front office. And in order for the back office to support that, it need, you, we need and large businesses need or any business needs very robust processes that are followed from beginning to end. Um, and so, you know, to manage that customer experience and have that consistent customer experience you really need to have those solid processes in place to make that happen. I'm interested in the, the dynamic mm-hmm. or the relationship between providing um, customer, excellent customer experience and regulation. Because I'm, I'm imagining that to a certain degree or maybe to a lot of degree, you are um, a master or a servant to two constituents. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, Right, we've got government and we've got regulations yep. and policy that dictate price and all this kind of stuff. Sure, and that might fly in the face of consumer experience and what people want—lower rates, this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you manage that? So it is interesting being in a regulated environment and the regulation that dictates on how we bill or rates and how rates are set. We have very little control over, though we are an advocate on the on behalf of our customers. And we are involved in every consultation regarding, regardless if it's uh, a consultation about, you know, changing rates or it's about, you know, bringing in a new program, a conservation program. So we're out, we're advocates for our customer, the voice to, to send back into the government. Eileen, thank you so much for spending time with us. Thanks. Sharing some insights about what you guys are doing and uh, from the customer experience side of things, how you're merging the companies, what kind of tech we're using and really giving some thoughts to people who are listening about what they need to do um, to provide uh, excellence in their um, customer experience. 
So thanks very much. I'm an Electra customer. Excellent. I'm glad my lights are pretty much always on. Fantastic. I mean, I don't mean that we leave them on. I mean that <laughs> when I go to use them, they work. They're on. Well, I'm yes. very glad to hear that. And, and thanks for the opportunity to talk with you today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shift. You can get more details at pwc.com slash ca slash shift. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, subscribe to our podcast series. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, or your preferred podcast platform. Just so you know, this podcast has been prepared by PricewaterhouseCoopers LLP, an Ontario limited liability partnership for general guidance on matters of interest only and does not constitute professional advice. Until next time.